God morning. Good morning. God bless you today. Good morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Feeling good today. Feeling good today. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. No, 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 nothing alone without the Lord. Okay, let us read from three minutes a day. It's giving us some beautiful scriptures. In the world you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. And that's John 16, verse 33. So help us stay faithful to you always, Jesus. Righteousness delivers from death. And that's Proverbs 11, verse 4. Divine Savior, May my actions bring comfort to the grieving. Live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Ephesians 5 verse 2. So Lord, give me the strength to love and serve my spouse. Put away violence and oppression. Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 9. Bring us comfort and healing, spirit of peace. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Proverbs 31, verse 25. So Holy Spirit, guide us during times of trouble. Every generous act of giving and every perfect gift is from the Father of light. And that's James chapter one, verse 17. So teach us to support ourselves while serving others, Lord. The human spirit will endure sickness. Proverbs 18, verse 14. So guide us through illnesses, divine healer. Calmness will undo great offenses. It's Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 4. In fearful times, O Lord, give us the grace and strength to accomplish your will. I know that you can do all things. That's Job chapter 42, verse 2. 
So may we never lose faith in your divine existence. Be rich in good works. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 18. So help me find innovative ways to help others, Lord. Faithful friends are life-saving medicine. And that's Sirach chapter 6, verse 16. So Lord, lead me to those who will lead me to you. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We've got strength for each day, trusting God, God's way day by day, just bringing it all to you. Stay right there. And strength for each day is quoting Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. It says, find a quiet place. Can you relate to that? Do you know what it's like to be so busy that you do not even have a chance to eat? Well, some days are that way. Sometimes we have entire weeks or months that feel too busy and we simply want to get away from the people and the pressure. In the midst of such a busy season, Jesus offers us the same invitation he gave to his disciples. Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. The world is a busy place right now, and you may have a very busy life. You may wish things would change, but if things don't change, you can change. You can begin today to handle the busyness of life differently. You can start by carving out time to be alone with God. That time alone with Him can offset the stress of an overscheduled day filled with interruptions. You may crave a few hours or a whole weekend alone with him, but whatever it is, he will meet you there and you will find it beneficial. Spend time alone with him as often as you can and you will Feel his peace in you and around you, no matter how busy the day may be. So even a five-minute visit with God will refresh you and give you strength for the next task that you need to do. Father, help me to find time to be alone with you today. In Jesus' name, amen. And I tell you, listeners, spending that alone time with God has been a lifesaver for me. It does change everything. Hopefully you'll find out. 
Okay, and then they say, don't let your heart be troubled. John chapter 14, verse 27 reads, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, so do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We often pray for peace, but according to today's scripture, we already have Jesus' peace. He gave us that peace before he departed this world. However, we must hold on to it by staying in peace and not being anxious, not being worried, not being troubled, and not being afraid. You might think that you cannot control how you feel, but I found that if Jesus tells us not to do something, there is a way not to do it. Identifying the things that cause you to lose your peace and avoiding them has greatly increased your chance for peace. For instance, if you're too rushed, you're going to end up frustrated. Or if you get involved in something that is none of your business, it usually causes strife and problems that could have been avoided. Fear is one of the biggest problems that people have today because the world has become a dangerous place. Believers in Christ do not need to fear because we have the privilege of trusting him to take care of us. This doesn't mean that we can always avoid trouble, but even if something unpleasant does happen, God has, has promised to bring good out of it. So hold on to your peace today and every day. Please don't let your heart be troubled. Father, I am thankful that you have given me your peace and I ask you to help me hold on to it and not be anxious and not be fearful and not be troubled. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. And now, trusting God day by day. The Bible tells the story about a man who did not follow God because doing so would have been inconvenient. This man, named Felix, asked Paul to come and preach the gospel to him. But when Paul started talking to him about right living, purity of life, and controlling his passions, Felix became alarmed and frightened. He told Paul to go away and that he would call it call him at a more convenient time. Well, this is extremely amusing, not because it's funny, but because it clearly depicts the way we are. We don't mind hearing about how much God loves us 
and about the good plans that he has for our lives. But when he begins to chastise us or correct us in any way, we try to tell him that now is not a good time. I doubt he ever chooses a time that we would consider a good time. And I think that God does that on purpose. When the Israelites were traveling through the wilderness, they were led by a cloud during the day and a pillar of fire by night. When the cloud moved, they had to move. And when it hovered, they had to stay where they were. And that's from Numbers chapter 9, verse 15 through 23. The Bible says that sometimes it moved during the day and sometimes it moved at night. Sometimes it rested for a few days and sometimes it rested for one day. So I seriously doubt that at night all the Israelites hung a do not disturb sign on their tents to let God know that they did not want to be inconvenienced. When they decided it was time to go, they packed up and followed him. And when God decides it is time for us to move to the next level of our journey in him, we should never, ever say, this is just not a good time. God knows best and his timing is always exactly right. The fact that I don't feel ready to deal with something in my life doesn't mean that I'm not ready. God's timing is perfect and his ways are not our ways. They are higher. They are better than our ways. trust in him. Have you ever said to God that this is not a good time? You have to commit to following God's will for your life in his timing. God's timing may not be your timing, but you can trust him because he absolutely knows best. Amen. Gotta say, Amen. And here's a little additive. They're saying that we may be digging an empty well right now. We may be working on something or somebody. We may have our own little project going. We may be following our own plan, trying to make things happen in our own strength and our own ability. Well, if so, it is not going to work if you have left God out of your plan. Many times we make a plan and then we pray for it to work. God wants us to pray first and ask him for his plan first. 
after we have his plan, then he wants us to trust him to bring it to pass as we follow his direction and work in partnership with him. Our activity birthed out of the flesh actually prevents God from showing himself strong in our lives. The Bible describes that kind of activity as works of the flesh. Read about it in Galatians chapter 5. Well, those are works that don't work when you're doing it yourself. That is not the way to live the higher life that God has prepared for us. When we wait on God and we trust him, he will bring to pass according to his will what we are believing for no matter how long it takes. I'm trusting in him, listeners, and I hope you are too, and I know you are too. Let's continue to trust the Lord because because he's got us in his grip. He's handling all of it. You better believe it. Awesome. I got more. Stay right there. Now God's purpose for your life says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. When considering God's will, one of the questions that frequently will run into is that of inevitability. Is it absolutely inescapable that the Lord's plan will be accomplished? No doubt this is on your mind as you strive to make choices that honor him. If the Lord is completely in control of everything, then does it really matter what you decide? Hello. In order to discern what God desires for you, it's helpful to understand that his will has two aspects. First, His determined will includes those part of his plan that are unchangeable, events that absolutely will happen, such as the fulfillment of prophecy. Second is God's desired will, which is subject to your free will for you to choose to obey him. And we're going to discuss these two aspects further. Whether you're operating in the Lord's determined or desired will, realize that God wants to help you walk in his plan. He's motivated to reveal the path. Therefore, the moment you set your heart to obey him, you set yourself up for success. So don't be afraid. The Lord will show you his will. Seek him with all your heart. 
and you will certainly find him. Please read Philippians chapter 2. Okay? Jesus, I want your will, and I will choose to obey you. Keep me in the center of your plan. Amen. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 24 says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, just as I have intended, so it has happened, and just as I have planned, so it will stand. The first aspect of God's plan that we look at is his determined will, which is what will absolutely, unfailingly be done because he is the sovereign of the universe. We must begin with this foundation because it's the basis for understanding how God keeps his promises. It is fully within his ability to accomplish anything that he says will come to pass. For example, the Lord God promised to send us a savior and he faithfully accomplished this and did so with a detailed list of specifications, such as what family Messiah would belong to and where he would be born, when he would live, what he would do, the location of his ministry, and how he would redeem us from our sins. And each of these promises was miraculously fulfilled in Jesus. Let me repeat so that you know. The Lord God promised to send us a Savior. And he faithfully accomplished this. And he did so with a detailed list of specifications. You can read Genesis, Samuel, Micah, Daniel, Isaiah, Matthew. All of these books support this. He told us where he would be born, the Savior, when he would live, what he would do, the location of his ministry, and how he would redeem us from our sins. God is good. And this is why you can always count on God to keep his wonderful promises to you. His awesome, all-encompassing sovereignty. Absolutely nothing is too difficult for him but all is faithfully accomplished out of his perfect sacrificial love for you. Lord, you are all powerful, God. Thank you for keeping your promises. Amen. Amen. Commanding your morning, the daily devotional by Cindy Trim. She 
she has done her part and we so appreciate her. Father, open my ears to the movements of your spirit with clear, crisp transmission. I seek an unprecedented level of closeness to your heart today. Give me assurance that I am in the center of your will and do not let my feet falter on the path you have ordained for me. Let not my ears or eyes be seduced by the spirit of covetousness or my mind by the pride of life. Lead me along the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Show me your perfect will for my life and give me new ways of living and better strategies. Upgrade my thinking with kingdom methodology and give me supernatural discipline to implement your will in my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. The desire to know God and to build his kingdom is what causes people to pray hours and hours a day and never get bored. There are things to be birthed in the spirit that will come only after enduring the labor pains in prayer. When we pray, there is work to be done in the spirit that will not be done if we stop. Jesus is the cornerstone of the kingdom of God his word is the foundation and prayer is where we receive its blueprints. Gaze up to heaven. Father, I declare new cycles of victory, success, and prosperity will replace old cycles of failure, poverty, and death in my life. As I endure the labor pains of what you are birthing in my life, I stand on the promise that everything that pertains to my life and godliness must be released in its correct time and season. I command everything to be released in Jesus' name. Since your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, I will not stumble or fall. I declare my relationships are restored. My health is renewed and my finances, please God, are rejuvenated as I step out in faith and actively bring your promises to life today. In Jesus' name, amen. It has been awesome praying with you today. Whoo, I feel so good. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great week. We are going to have great lives. Just let Jesus take the wheel. Kick back, sit back, enjoy the ride. Just be obedient, surrender to him, spend time alone with God. It is done, it is done. 
Amen. Come back tomorrow to pray with me. Bye for now.